Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. significant event this year in the life of the Catholic Church, particularly our Catholic Church in the United States. Catholic Relief Services is celebrating 75 years of service. And of course, if you're a regular listener to this program, you you download the podcasts, etc., you have certainly heard us talk about Catholic Relief Services on this program because they do great work throughout the world. And our diocesan director of Catholic Relief Services, who is another voice you're not going to find unfamiliar as you listen to the program today, Deacon Don Weigel. Deacon Don, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Greg. It's great to be with you. Uh, 75 years of Catholic Relief Services. First of all, let me just back up. You're the diocesan director of Catholic Relief Services. Remind people what that means? Yes. So, uh, so my responsibility is to oversee uh, all of the efforts that Catholic Relief Services does here in the diocese, even though, you know, just to remind people, Catholic Relief Service is the official international aid organization of the Catholic Church, right? So, so all, of our, all of the people that we serve are outside the U.S. borders. So, all, so many of the things that Catholic Charities does within the United States, Catholic Relief Services does outside the United States. So we, you know, it's like two partner organizations, one domestic and one international. Um, but our role here in the United States is not just the fundraising, and we, we you know, obviously rely on Catholics' donations for, uh, for a lot of what we do. But, um, but it's more than that. It's, you know, it's, it's helping people get engaged in the idea of solidarity and the idea that we are all one human family. Um, you know, and understanding that our role as Catholics extends beyond our parish, beyond our neighborhood, even beyond our national borders to people all across the world. So as diocesan director, it's, it's my role to help people kind of uh, help to understand that, to understand more of Catholic social teaching that CRS is based on, all of those principles that the bishops have have taught us over the years um, and get people engaged in the mission, you know, to uh, not just financially, which is fine, but but really to kind of support and understand uh, what it means to be a, a thoughtful Catholic that's thinking about the global solidarity of the church and the international operations that it has. And that is, uh, you know, to put this in a, in a larger context, of course, um, that seems to be a major goal of Pope Francis to get Catholics exactly. to connect more to the global reality, to get outside your own right. little parish or right. your own personal faith journey or whatever we want to call that, right? Exactly. He and he uses he uses <clears throat> the word encounter a lot. You know, and so that it's about for him a lot of and and you know, so there's been um there's been a movement in the in the uh, uh, in the uh, Hispanic ministry throughout this throughout this country called encuentro, the uh, Spanish word for for encounter, based on you know based on Pope Francis's uh, request that you know that all of us encounter the other and however that other appears to us you know somebody that's a a stranger in our neighborhood or a stranger. Uh, you know, across the country, a stranger across the border. So it's that encounter 
that uh, Christ calls us to um, and not just be in our own in our own safe space. Uh, now, let me uh, – probably should have done this right out of the gate, but um, let me direct you uh, as you're listening today to this program. If uh, you go to WNYCatholic.org or if you happen to pick one up either in your uh, parish or at Topps Markets, you know, the Western New York Catholics in Topps now. So if you want – if you're yeah. shopping, you want to grab one, you didn't grab one yet this month, by all means, please do that. Uh, there is an article about the, the 75th anniversary of Catholic Relief Services in there that, that you can look at as well. Um, website for Catholic Relief Services? CRS.org. Yeah, it doesn't get any simpler than <laughs> no, that, really does it? Right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, it, and as I always say on the program, it, it's another one of those things. If you Google Catholic Relief Services, it is the first thing that comes That's up. Right. So you're not going to have trouble finding out more information if you would like to. Uh, Deacon Don Weigel is our diocesan director for Catholic Relief Services. In fact, you were recently, right, at a uh, at a meeting of, of some of the fellows for... Right, exactly. Yeah. Because uh, a few years ago, uh, I guess five years ago now, Bishop Malone asked me to um, to be a global fellow for Catholic Relief Services. So, um, Which so means, I'm, of course... Um, a global fellow is either a priest or a deacon um, whose major responsibility is to preach on behalf of Catholic Relief Services to help people. Um, and so I have gone to a number of parishes, preached the masses for the weekends, done presentations to help people understand what the mission was. And so I remain a global fellow because I'm still called to do that in some places, but uh, but my role has expanded a little bit. So. Um, uh, so yes, I was uh, back in October. I was with uh, the rest of the global fellows from around the country. We have about 110 of us now, um, <clears throat> and uh, uh, you know, it's we share stories about um, how best to preach on behalf of Catholic Relief Services. We always get these great updates from the from the folks that are in the field and the folks that are in the headquarters, and we also, of course, uh, spend some wonderful time together in prayer and reflection. Um, because it's you know everything that we do is rooted in our faith, so um, so we are not just an NGO that uh, that helps people across. Nothing wrong with those, you know. The, uh, a lot of NGOs out there that do great work, but um, we're different because what what we do is based on our faith and done through our Catholic principles. Um, and as an official body of the church. Well, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the the history of that. Then, as Catholic Relief Services celebrates 75 years, like many, um, uh, yeah, let's just broaden it, social service programs right. in this country, um, Catholic Relief Services roots were a war effort, right, That's after right. World War II. Right, exactly. In fact, right in the middle of World War II, in, okay. in, 19, in 1943, um, a number of people uh, – brought to the bishops' attention and the U.S. bishops were watching what was going on in Europe and the, the tremendous number of refugees that were being created by, by Europe being torn apart by war. And since people were safe here in the United States, um, you know, there was a great concern about, you know, there must be something we can do for them. Um, and so uh, war relief services is how we started. Uh, war relief services was begun in, in January of 1943 uh, in order to help the refugees. And in fact, the, that first uh, that first effort of war relief services was to resettle a number of Polish uh, uh, Polish refugees from Europe in Mexico. 
And in fact, there's the, we've still found a couple of survivors of that wow. relocation who have told the story about being a kid and being relocated and, you know, and, and being brought to safety and away from the war and, and things like that. So, so that's how we, so that's how we started. And, and because of that, you know, there's, there's always been among all the other things that we do, but there's always been, uh, you know, a, a theme through there about our, our deep love and concern for refugees since that's really in our roots, you know, and, and just, um, and it's, and it really is just, you know, reflectively for a moment, uh, it's it's really an important theme when you think about it because of the journey that all of us are on, right? I mean, and the, the journey that all of us are taking in our faith lives, and you know, and and as 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 disciples, we're never static. We're always moving on a journey, and so um, it is not surprising that something like Catholic Relief Services will really have an affinity to people who are on a physical journey and not just a spiritual one. And so people who have been forced out of their comfort and forced out of their homes um, have, a special, have a special place in, uh, in the efforts that we have. Yeah, um, we've talked about those very things, yeah. refugees, uh, particularly most recently with regard to Syria. Right. On the program before, if people go through our podcast page and uh, they, uh, you know, they go to wnycatholic.org slash radio and if they link through the, the SoundCloud page where all the shows are hosted, they can search on your name or search on Catholic right. Relief Services. They'll find several programs where we've addressed right. uh, those yeah. things here. So how did we progress then after that? War effort. I mean, I, I would imagine, right? It's it's like anything else. People hear that you're um, providing a service to, you know, um, it sounds a little crass, but like, yes. okay, all right. So you did this for Poland. Hey, we got some people over here that need some help, or or we're in Africa and we right. need some help. I would imagine word spreads fast. It it does, and right? that's and that's pretty. Much how it happened. Okay, there you uh, go. <laughs> because uh, because we still, um, even though you know, over time since that time, we've we're now in over a hundred countries around around the world, um, and we have served somewhere over one hundred and thirty six million people um, over our time, which is just a, a number that's hard to fathom. Um, <clears throat> but part of part of what we do is we don't go anywhere unless we are invited. By the local bishop, so we have this expertise that we began to build this this strength um, that we began to build with that first relief effort of those Polish refugees that uh, other people looked at and said exactly that i 'll bet they can help so you know so they they give us a call and say, "Can you come in and help us? Can you?" You know, come in with this, and as as word spreads that these are our strengths and our expertise, um, we get invited into into more and more places. So that's how we end up in over a hundred countries, and we do so many different things in so many different so many different countries. In some places, uh, let me talk about Sudan for for a little while. When um, <clears throat> this was back in uh, 2010, 2011. Uh, when there was that violence that uh, that broke up the uh, uh, South Sudan had their national elections for secession and and so there was all of this uh, terrible uh, terrible violence going on well you know CRS was invited in and, and stepped up and worked with uh, a lot of the local church partners in in order to provide 
um, peace building and conflict resolution programs to help people understand how to get through um, a conflict like this without violence and without bloodshed, um, which, you know, is, is – um, people don't think about those kinds of projects um, as being part of what CRS does. But, um, but peace building and disease prevention and education and clean water and agricultural technology, um, all of those are there. And, of course, what we're always known for is the disaster relief. And that's about a third of what we do, but two-thirds are these other things to sustain people's lives, not just help in a crisis. Well, it's the same thing with um, – uh, just to pick one, everybody knows the Red Cross. Okay, They know they collect blood and they right. know they do disaster relief, right. right? Because that's when you hear about them. That's right. Uh, that's probably one of your challenges, it right, is, is that that's people right. only hear about you – when there's a crisis. Exactly, exactly. You know, this, this most recent tsunami um, in, uh, in Indonesia um, was, you know, boom, we were there on the spot. We already had, we were already there in Indonesia. So, um, so we were there to help and we were responding to that and enlisting people in the United States to help these people through the crisis. Um, and that's when people hear, you know, is that, oh, CRS was there. CRS was on the ground. But the day-to-day building of what, um, you know, of what we call integral human development, um, fancy words that, that means helping people be everything they can be, right? So, um, so what is it that they need in order to take the next step into improving their lives? Is it better agricultural knowledge? Is it, you know, is it trying to uh, trying to conquer malaria? Is it trying to prevent disease in one thing or another? Is it education? Whatever it is, you know, once we're invited in, we want to be a part of helping people improve their lives, not just be there because their their home was destroyed. We'll, we'll give some more examples of that in the next part of the program. We're going to take a short break. Deacon Don Weigel is our uh, diocesan director for Catholic Relief Services, celebrating 75 years of, of serving the world on behalf of the church in the United States. And uh, we'll also talk about ways that you can get involved with the efforts of Catholic Relief Services and uh, have more of that global perspective shall we say, and uh, we'll do that in the next part of the program. Make your voice heard. There are thousands of Catholic New Yorkers who are working together for justice in our society, promoting the values important to our faith. Join the Catholic Action Network and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. For more information, call the Office of Pro-Life Activities of the Diocese of Buffalo at 716-847-2205 and visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. The December issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available at your local parish. Thanks for listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly this week. If you are one of our regular listeners, first of all, thank you. Uh, always nice to, to hear from our listeners that uh, listen on the radio or download our podcasts. And uh, this topic and our guest are certainly not a stranger to you. Uh, Catholic Relief Services is celebrating 75 years of service, and our diocesan director is Deacon Don Weigel, who joins us today. And uh, before the the break in the in the first part. 
part of the program. We kind of left off talking about um, uh, with with regard to the Sudan, some of the specific things in place in the Sudan. Another recent uh, example of the of the work that, that you and I haven't haven't really talked about on this program yet: um, uh, the Ebola crisis. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Back in uh, back in. Uh Late 2013, early 2014. You know, it's recent enough for people to remember. You say Ebola, it's like, oh, I forgot, almost forget. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, sure. But recent memory and pretty, pretty close, right? So, um, so there you had the Ebola crisis, and, and CRS, uh, you know, jumped jumped in with this multi-country response um, to this horrible, horrible disease in West Africa. So, um, one of the things that CRS always does is partners with local operations. Um, many places around the world have uh, operations called caritas, the, uh, the Latin word for, for charity or, or care. And uh, so there is a caritas Nigeria perhaps or certainly a like caritas Hellas is the Greek uh, kind of Catholic charities. So whenever uh, – because CRS is part of the worldwide organization, we partner with those folks on the ground there. So – um, we worked with uh, local partners and, and Caritas in, in West Africa. Uh, we, we brought in experts on disease prevention and on disease remedies. Uh, we helped support a lot of the local health systems that were existing, helped to improve them. Um, also got involved in um, – this may seem odd, but it, we also got involved in um, helping people discover how to do safe um, and dignified burials of those who had died from the crisis because, um, you know, people were getting sick from being at the funerals of people who had died. And so, you know, so there was another whole aspect to that, um, not the kind of thing that you think about. But, um, but in our perspective, you know, you, you have to kind of look at the whole crisis, not just, not just one piece of it and, and all of the things that are coming. And, and eventually – um, you know, a couple of years later, in January of 2016, the World Health Organization said Ebola is done. You know, uh, problem problem solved for now. Um, and we were very proud to be a, a, a part of helping bring that to a conclusion. It could have been much worse and could have spread more rapidly um, and to many more places. And and it's um, it's it's pretty gratifying to be a part of preventing disease and and helping people avoid such a deadly thing as Ebola. Well, and now this is probably isn't something that that we've talked about either. Um, Catholic Relief Services doesn't have a problem with that, right? Like, great, this one's done. Let's move right. on to the next right. thing. Yeah. Right? No, exactly. In this fact, isn't a self-perpetuating. The idea is to seek out – part of the idea, I should say, yes. because we know there's situations that you're always going to be yeah. involved. Clean water. Right. You mentioned it a couple times on the program. Right. That's right. one if, – if we start there and we keep people on that path, that's going to solve any number of issues. But yeah. you kind of always want to be looking at, OK, where's the next big problem we foresee? Yeah. And, and – and, you're right. It's not self-perpetuating. There's there's a lot. To some extent, we look at things almost as if, almost as if we want to put ourselves out of business. You, you know, uh, with all of the disease prevention and things that things that we do, malaria, for example, right? Um, you know, there's there are some techniques that will 
absolutely help reduce malaria to almost where it's non-existent. Right. And, you know, so, so that would be a good thing. You know, I mean, we're not in it to be able to continue to, to, <laughs> to keep, you know, right. to keep working against yeah. malaria. We want malaria to end, you know. Sure. So, and the same thing is true about, you know, at some point when people in the world are no longer hun- hungry and people are growing their own crops and everybody has clean water. Oh, happy day. I wouldn't mean, wouldn't that be a good non-pro problem to have, exactly, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so those are the, you know, and, and some of that comes with, um, you know, you look at some of those problems that are, uh, some of them are, are natural like Ebola and, and malaria and, and things like that. Climate change, you know, the, the effect of climate change. And so we have to help people understand the effects of climate change in these countries. There, there is one country in Africa, I can't remember what it was, but they had, they had a system. They had a, they had a regular growing season. The rains always came in August. Same time. Yeah, and so they could depend on this, and so they had, they had this this whole process where, here's when you planted, here's when it rained, here's when it harvested, and with climate change, it doesn't rain in August anymore, and they're not sure when it's so. We're helping people adjust to those to those kinds of things, <clears throat> but whether it's a natural problem that's affecting people's lives, or man-made. You know, or or something that's that just comes from, um, let me say, our sinful nature. Right? You know, the 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 wars that that break out, and the uh, you know, and the oppression that people face, and everything. We want to be a part of helping some of that. Rwanda is a is a is a good example of that. Everybody remembers the uh, probably everybody remembers that uh, horrible genocide that went on in in Rwanda. It was, more than a million people died in a hundred days. I mean, that was just—I don't know how you think about those kinds of numbers. But CRS got out of Rwanda because of the genocide. But um, we operated from a from a nearby country called Burundi, um, and we were also in, in Uganda. And again, as people fled the fled the, uh, the uh, you know all the genocide, we were there to help them. You know, again, in a kind of a refugee situation, traumatized people. So it wasn't just emergency relief, but helping people deal with the trauma of of watching people, um, you know, the things that were happening to their neighbors and to their family. And it was interesting that 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 experience of watching that occur um, caused people in in CRS at, at the top, the the ones who were thinking about our mission to say, you know, there's something more to what we're doing than just uh, helping people on an emergency basis or stuff like that. What is it that really grounds us? What is it that that drives us to do what we're doing? <clears throat> and that's when we really started to, as an organization, really started to, um, to emphasize the Catholic social teaching, the, the social doctrine of the church, of um, these these principles of of solidarity and participation in government and the value of the family and um, and the, the preferential option for the poor and all those principles of Catholic social teaching. So that became part of the fabric of who we are, um, and so therefore becomes part of what we want to do in the United States to help Catholics in the United States understand those principles of Catholic social teaching so that they 
Number one, understand the mission of the church better, and number two, understand the mission of CRS better as well. Well, let's talk about that. Let's let's bring this to um, what we can do. So somebody's listening, they'd like to be more aware of this, maybe get more involved, um, what's happening in our parishes, all those kinds of things. Yes. So um, – yeah, that's a great point. So, so what do what do we do? Hey, I really like to do something. Well, there's um, there are a number of things that that we can do. And as I travel around to to different parishes, I try to encourage uh, people to be involved in a in a number of ways. One one way is to help be a, a person that can uh, provide some of the education to their fellow parishioners uh, about CRS and about the Catholic social teaching, and that. You know, help. We would provide them with resources to put in their bulletin, to have speakers come in to talk about this kind of stuff. I'm always available to go and and talk about you know CRS and the, and the mission. Occasionally, I'll see flyers like on the bulletin boards in the back of church. Yep, CRS, sure. Right, exactly. So, so education is one part of it. Another part is uh, ethical trade. Um, you know, Pope Francis has talked about um, you know opening our Opening our wallets is an ethical choice, right? I mean, it's a moral decision where we spend our money. And I tell people, uh, particularly in my, in my family, sometimes you got to vote with your pocketbook. That's right. That's exactly right. And so, you know, so raising people's awareness of how we spend our money. Do we are we concerned about the company's values that we're buying from? Are we concerned about where this? Uh, what the conditions were that the shirt was made under, or do we just care that it's cheap? That, you know, to begin to understand those questions. And one of the ways that we do that is we have fair, what we call fair trade uh, projects that involve usually coffee and tea and expand to like nuts and chocolate and oils and everything. But what it does is it, number one, it's really good coffee. So. <laughs> it's really good. I, you know, I was going to say, yeah. um, th- th- this is the time of year. It's, it's uh, coincidental that we're talking about it now. <laughs> but um, we have bought some really good Christmas presents through CRS and right. Ethical Trade. Yes, exactly. And you can and you can just Google Ethical Trade CRS or – we and have Go to CRS.org. CRS.org. Links on and, there. Sure, right. yeah. And – and so it helps people, you know, and so we can help establish an ethical trade committee that sells the fair trade coffee to the people. And it helps the people in the parish understand that they are um, – I love one of the phrases that, that they use. It It tastes good to do good. It, you know, so it's good coffee. In this case, yes. Yes, in, yes, in this case it really is. Um, so that, you know, so education, ethical trade. And the last one is advocacy. Um, you know, a lot of what we do is affected by um, affected by the laws that govern our country, and including things like um, the our international aid budget. Uh, you know, the CRS um, also acts as a um, um, an NGO, if you will, also acts as a as a distributor, as a user of some of the international aid in the U.S. budget, and so. Uh, that being the case if, case, if we're cutting back on the international aid budget, uh, which is a fraction of the whole budget, it's one percent of our whole budget. But um, you know, if we're cutting that's back another on program. That, it's another program. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, um, you know, that makes a difference. 
um, you know, what the way that we treat the way that we treat refugees in this country or allow them in, our immigration policies, all those things are things that we should be speaking up about as Catholics. And so uh, we have a, a, a very – we will continue in this diocese. We will continue to have um, a growing opportunity for advocacy, uh, whether it's letter writing or sending emails or phone, making phone calls to your senators and members of Congress or – you know, any of those sorts of things um, to help bring a Catholic ethos into the laws that govern our country and the things that affect real people in parts of, of the world that uh, sometimes we don't even think about. Catholic Relief Services celebrating 75 years of service. CRS.org is the website or just Google Catholic Relief Services. Our guest today, Deacon Don Weigel, our Diocesan Director for Catholic Relief Services. Deacon Don, thanks again for being back on the program. Thank you, Greg. And if anybody would like to contact me directly, deacondon at gmail.com. Very simple. See, we're keeping this simple. Very simple. It's what we do here at Western New York Catholic <laughs> Weekly. And, of course, uh, if you go to uh, wnycatholic.org slash radio, uh, you'll be able to find other programs that Deacon Don has been on about uh, Catholic Relief Services and other topics. We encourage you to download some of our back podcasts and to uh, subscribe and listen to us every week. And I will be back with you next week. I'm Greg Prince. Thanks for being with us. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.